Hi, welcome to episode 121 of Thrifty Cast. This is Eric. And this is Kathleen. And I've been drinking wine and iced coffee, so there's that combination going on right now. And I've had a nap. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's kind of the same. Sure, sure it is. You know, lethargy and, and an, a, a weird burst of energy, sure. Yeah. Yep. That's where we're at. What have you been up to? Uh, what have I been up to? I started a new job on Wednesday. That is fantastic. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. I am too. It's um, It's been a long road. I won't go into it, but um, I'm really, really glad that my new boss, who's actually a former boss, um, who's now my new boss again, um, suggested I start on a Wednesday because I think if I had done five full-time days in a row, it would have me. <laughs> Three full-time days in a row, much smarter. I'm well, still tired, but it's better than five. I love the fact that you're jumping back in post-COVID to a, a position that's largely working from home. Yeah, that that is something I should mention. It is mostly working from home. It's kind of funny because um, the office, there's actually two locations, um, soon to be three, are all right down the street from me. I mean, I can actually see one of them from my dining room. So it is kind of funny that I'm mostly working from home, but I would say at least once a day, I will probably have a meeting. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe not quite once a day, once every other day or something. I will have something in the office. Um, so there is some, you know, walking back and forth, which is fine because obviously it's very close. I have to move my car. Um, which is really nice. And and I worked there before, so that's also very nice. Um, but it is nice to be back. It's nice to be using my brain in a different way. Um, not in a better way or anything, but just kind of in a different... Well, I mean, I don't mean it judgmentally, you know. Sure. Just in a different way. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So that's what's new with me. What about you? Um, I have been completely obsessed with an audiobook that I got on Audible. Uh-huh. It's um, Hail Mary by Andy Weir, the guy who wrote um, The Martian. It is so entertaining. And I think part of it is that the voice actor in it is so good. Um, he really captures kind of the the humor that's present and the... I, I don't know. He's he's just a great voice actor. And so I am enjoying it immensely. It's just a really good story with a lot of really fun twists. You know, who who doesn't love like a really good audiobook, right? Right. Um it was just like National Audiobook Day this past week sometime, I think. And I thought of you. Well, Audible, interestingly, you know, I have a ton of stuff on my quote-unquote wish list. And so much of it was on sale, and it was at sale prices that were lower than the monthly, okay, you're going to pay X amount each month, and you're going to get one credit, and one credit equals Uh one book. Uh So um, I want to say Hail Mary, this book that I'm loving, I got for, I want to say, eight bucks. That's a deal. Or something. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, hashtag value. And, um, like I said, I, f- I feel a little bit weird about this, but it also gives me something to thrift. 
Because my goal... Well, right, because you like to get the book. Right, my goal... If you like a book, you like the hard copy. Sure. Yeah, eventually my goal is all the books that I'm reading that I enjoy a lot... I, I want to get copies of them. So, you know, I'm keeping my eyes open when I go to the thrift for books that I've quote-unquote read that I want copies of. So I'm excited about that. Cool. I'm yep. glad you're enjoying it. You know, when you say voice actor, I always wonder, is it like a famous actor? Somebody you would have heard of? Or is it not? Actually, <laughs> so, sometimes it is. So, for example, the um, Tales of the City books, which I also, you know, I've read them, but I, I got them on audiobook. Weirdly enough, one of the more recent uh, Tales of the City books, out of the original six, you know, because you released three later on, um, but one of them was Kate Mulgrew, of all people. Oh. Yeah. and She'd be a good animatrical. Oh, yeah. And she actually did a really um, fantastic job. You know, the, the tricky thing about being an audiobook reader is that you have to be able to bring characters forward. So if there's three or more characters, you have to be able to distinguish each of them. So, I, I mean, it's a it's a very specific skill set. Uh, yeah, I imagine. Oh, yeah, and I love when people are good at it. It's just, I don't know. Like, some people are great storytellers and other people are good actors. And I, I think there's overlap there. But, um, yeah, the guy who is the uh, reader of this book that I'm loving, he's doing an amazing job. He's not an actor that I've ever heard of. Okay. And I feel like I should know off the top of my head what his name is, and I'm so sorry to everybody listening. I have no idea. But he's great. Hmm. Um, I, you know, the only audio books I've ever listened to have been In the Car With You a million years ago. <laughs> I remember exactly the audiobooks you're talking about. Yeah. So yeah. so that's my that's my sole experience. Um, so yeah. I am a massive fan of audiobooks. I love them. I Yeah. Um Find of the Week. Oh yeah, my Find of the Week. Um I went to Reedsburg, as I do once a week. And I've been so consistently disappointed. Like often I'll just walk away empty handed. But this time it went, and they just recently moved, like their half-price tag was red, and there was still plenty of red tags mm -hmm. all over. But I ended up getting two sets of salt and pepper shakers. One are these owls, but they're not like 70s owls. They're like, I want to say 1960s, but like made in Japan owls. Salt and pepper shakers, and they are adorable. So I got those for home, I guess. Because, again, I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not selling things anymore. For the booth. Yeah, there's no booth. Um, and I also got um, salt and pepper shakers for, and I got them for like two bucks. So I'm going to put salt and pepper shakers all together. But this was, um, oh, hey, Playful Kittens, which oh, so cute. good. Yep. Cool. Um, I have not done a ton of thrifting because, you know, back to work. But, um, and I'm tempted to say my kitty apron that I posted, which was adorable. Mm -hmm. If I do by myself, which was really cute. Did you see the picture, Eric? It's on Facebook. Yes, it's, it's so adorable. Um, 
it was super cute and like I said really unnecessary because when do I wear an apron like that (laughs) I couldn't pass it up it was too cute but I'm gonna throw back a tiny bit further because you know I can sure and you were with me when I got this it is a mid-century modern 50s lampshade Mm mm-hmm that oh um, i know exactly what you're talking about yes it was it was a little while ago when we were um together but like it's like the last thrifting trip before my last one so i'm gonna include it because i didn't talk about it and um it was the sunday morning i was leaving we did a quick thrift stop before breakfast after breakfast i forget which one sure and we were looking around this little shop which is adorable and has great prices and I almost walked past it. It was a glass. It wasn't a bad looking lamp. It was a glass lamp and it had on top of it a small, like I said, very cool 50s um, lampshade. And the whole thing was 750 which those lampshades go for so much more money, especially in that size. Uh-huh. So really great size. So I bought it. I'm probably not going to the lamp needs to be um it's really cute it's in great shape it just needs to be rewired mm-hmm. i'm not that committed to it that i really want to rewire it sure um but i have the lampshade on a different lamp that i had and now it's next to my bed and it's really cute so i will take a picture of that that was just a deal and a half for 750 i oh, was yeah. really that. um my best find from that whole weekend of you know numerous thrifting stores and a flea market stop and um, yeah, that was that was really exciting. That's mm-hmm. still weeks later. That still kind of got me on a little high. Mm-hmm. And I, I haven't been thrifting a ton lately. I will also just mention because this was really sweet. My mom visited recently. Was here for a few days. And um, the school I'm right across the street from a grade school has a new little library that they put out. My mom was walking her dog past it, and she came home from the walk, and she was like it's the saddest thing that little library has like two books in it so my mom gave me money to go to the thrift store and get books for the little library oh that's so sweet yeah she was so sad about it so i went on the sale day last week and i got an entire ikea blue bag full of kids books oh nice and spent six she gave me twenty dollars spent six (laughs) dollars so i have so much money left to um to fill this this little library so it was really sweet so i sent her a picture of the bag i mean i could barely get it it was the three-story one i could barely get it down the stairs mm-hmm. uh, so that's my other find of the week because i thought it was really sweet of my mom to do that yeah um build so the little library i still have some books left to do it again and then i will go back when there's another sale and and spend the rest of the 20 dollars <laughs> i mean i almost cleaned them out of good books because when you start buying it's ten dollars for ten dollars ten for a dollar for hardcover kids books and 20 for a dollar for (laughs) softcover kids books (laughs) like it's such a deal that you can easily wipe them out oh yeah really i mean i probably bought a hundred books yeah um so that was great that was nice like unofficial find of the week also you know if you're gonna a hundred books is a find of the week (laughs) Well, and kids' books are so great. Like, when you find really good kids' books. And I did. Like, I was not just... I found all these great Eric Carroll books. Uh, or Wait, Carl. 
Who? Eric Car- Carl, C A R L E. He did the Hungry Caterpillar. Oh right, yes. Um, yeah, I think I, I mispronounced that name. Um, but a lot of like heavy board books of his, and um, some great like nature kind of books, and just so many good books. Some books in Spanish, um, and then I got some like middle reader books. Yeah, it was it was really good. They were good books. That is so good. Yeah. So, okay, that's my, my, my finds of the week. Are we ready to move on to topic? We are. Are you ready? Um, yeah. This is going to be a little weird um, <laughs> because it's such a broad thing. But as far as things we love, let's talk about chairs. Let's talk about chairs. <laughs> I, I Virtually every chair I have in my house is thrifted. Um, you know, of course we could talk about armchairs and things like that, but I'm mostly talking about sort of like kitchen chairs. Um, I love thrifting chairs. Sometimes you'll find two, sometimes you'll find three, sometimes you'll find four. Um, and I, I think chairs are one of those things that are, if you have a little bit of patience and tenacity you can find great chairs thrift, regardless of your aesthetic. Yeah, I would agree with that statement. Right. So, and they tend to, especially if you are buying single chairs, they tend to be really affordable. Mm-hmm. Um, so a, a lot of the chairs that I've gotten, and one of, one of my finds of the week recently was a chair I got a Dig and Save. Um, I typically don't pay more than $5 for a chair, and um, for our, you know, in our dining room, we have a really long table that seats up to 10, right? All of our chairs are mismatched. Um, some of them we've thrifted and painted, and some of them are just thrifted. Um, so long as the, the one thing that I, I think they need to have in common is a very, very comparable seat height. You know, because you don't want yeah. somebody down low or somebody up high. But, you know, if you can get the same seat height and they're all of roughly the same era or, or whatever, um, I mean, they can look really fantastic. And so you can mix and match. Like I said, in a lot of cases, you can find sets. So if you have like a whole mid-century modern vibe... With patience and tenacity, you can find those um, vinyl padded chairs that normally go with those linoleum top tables. Um, and if you're really lucky, a linoleum top table to go with it. Um, I just feel like there's no reason not to thrift all your chairs, frankly. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. My dining room table chairs are all thrifted. At one time, they were all different. Mm-hmm. They were completely mix and match. Yep. And then I found a set of four that matched. Mm-hmm. Or, um, they were $5 each, but they were half off mm-hmm. at the St. Vinny's. In, um, <laughs> in so they were two fifty each. So now four of them are the same and two are different. Mm-hmm. Though I kept a few of the extras <laughs> there in the basement just in case. Excuse me. Um, no problem. I have 
a very weird dining room table right now when I moved. God, it's almost been five years now. Yeah. Um, my plan was to find a new dining room table at the flea market. I just have not gone to a flea market where they have good furniture mm-hmm. like that for a while. So I'm using a really skinny dining room table that used to be in my craft room. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a work table. It's too skinny for a dining room table. <laughs> you really can't sit across from somebody and eat very comfortably. Mm-hmm. Um, is touch, which is fine. I, I don't have big groups of people at the table. You can kind of stagger and still get a number of people at the table. But if I did try to fit a lot of people, it wouldn't work. Um, but I kept extra chairs because at some point I will replace that table and um, then I will need more chairs. But for now, the six that I have there more than enough and really they barely fit <laughs> with that skinny little table I have. I know I'm getting off topic a little bit, but I feel like what that room needs is like a round table that has two leaves in it. You know, I mentioned that to somebody and they totally disagreed. <laughs> oh, I no, I'm I, I'm gonna stick to my guns here. I feel like an oval table in that room. And again, it's you know, technically round, but you put a couple yeah. leaves in it yeah. and it's it's an oval. Um, I, I just think it would be so fantastic in that room. Um, that, that's just me. It's my new work from home desk, so. Oh, yeah. I it yeah. make it a really good workspace. Um, yeah. The get, Getting back to chairs for a second. Yeah. You know, an, another strategy that people can use, like I said, I you know, I went with similar seat height and the chairs I have are all wood. And I was very specific about not getting any kind of cushion or padding on it. So they're all like hardwood, like kind of like teacher's chairs, right? So those are the kind of chairs I have. But, you know, if you wanted, depending on what your aesthetic is, you could go for like chairs with caning or... Um, you know, like you, you can go with a particular aesthetic and, you know, they don't have to like match completely, but if you sort of pull it together with a a common aesthetic, I I think it works well. They could all be rocking chairs. That would be kind of amazing. (laughs) I, I I know you're kidding, but really, why not? I love a rocking chair. I think it'd be a little hard to eat with your chair rocking back and forth. But um, yeah, that that was just, I was just looking for a response. That's all. <laughs> all right, fair enough. I was just being provocative. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, there was something like, oh, I, I got a wicker egg chair. For, you know, <laughs> yeah, and, everybody around my table is in a, is in a papasan. Yeah, it's just, it's not going to work, right? <laughs> of those around the table. Right. I mean, that Everybody, it would be like, a nightmare. so low, they're under the table. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, obviously we're talking about dining room chairs. I will say that in, especially in the time when you and I were living together, we had some pretty fantastic chairs that were thrifted. Yes. That were vintage, are, are they called club chairs? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. it's like an upholstered um, we didn't have any like super traditional, the kind that has like wings by your head. Mm-hmm. We never had those, but we had these great 1950s. There was one that had, it was upholstered in sort of a green, I wouldn't call it velvet, but it was, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it was the nubby one. Yeah. 
It was from Archer, right? You kept yep. it on Archer. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, another chair that we had um, was we we called it Speedboat Blue. It yeah, that was. Chair. It was almost like an arts and crafts chair that somebody had reupholstered in vinyl that was a brilliant blue, like a royal blue, and it sparkled like a speedboat. Yeah, it, it was not. It was not upholstered according to uh, according to the the time it was created, but it definitely had a distinctive look. Well, and that happens plenty, right? Mm-hmm. Like where you'll go and you'll find a piece of furniture that's really old. That couch I had, the Brady Bunch couch with the floral print, that really bold mm-hmm. yellow floral print, obviously the the frame of the couch was much, much older, and somebody reupholstered it in this very 60s, 70s bright flower motif. And I don't know, mm-hmm. I you know, everybody knows how I feel about that couch. I loved it. So yeah. um, not that I would want it in my own house, necessarily but i i loved that couch and so um you know you you can really like you can find some pretty amazing amazing things right yeah i one other thing i was thinking about chairs i mean you have painted yours mm-hmm. in fiesta colors kind of to have a theme i think one thing if people are sort of put off by the idea of having like mismatched chairs you could paint them all one color. Yep. If you felt like that would kind of help pull things together. Sure. Um, but if you're kind of trying to stay on a frugal, um, a frugal theme, because yeah, you can definitely spend four or five dollars on a chair, and if you did paint them all the same color, they they kind of take on a matching tone. Mm-hmm. Then um, I have not painted mine. Mine are all dark-ish wood mostly because I have a very bright green table. Again, not my forever table. Um, and so I feel no need to, to have a color that goes with that green table. Right. So the wood is just kind of just having them sort of blend in a little more with the room and maybe tone down the table a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a thought for people. If you're sort of put off by like, oh, I'm going to have four chairs or six chairs or eight chairs that don't match you can kind of make them match. You can pull them together with a color or a color theme. Mm-hmm. Besides, like you said, matching the height or, or having them kind of have a unifying theme or a unifying style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's sort of like dishes, right? Like, yeah. you know, you can have dishes that match or you can have a common theme that runs through your dishes. Like, you know... um, like blue on white or you know yeah yeah absolutely where or i like my dishes to have a color that kind of runs through or you can just you know throw it all up in the air and say as long as it's a chair that you can sit on and Mm -hmm. is stable that works yep chairs are great too to buy at thrift stores because they're easy to get home Mm -hmm. if you're not a big furniture buyer and you're kind of dipping your toe in the water you're not going to have to wrangle some massive piece of furniture in your car. Yeah. Uh, it's not a huge investment. If it doesn't work out, you haven't put out a lot of money. Um, you can just kind of try buying furniture that way and see mm-hmm. if you like it. No huge investment. Right. You know, and if you're in a studio apartment, it's sort of a different story, but pretty much anybody else like, okay, well, I got this chair for my dining room 
it didn't really work really well, but it's kind of nice to have a chair in my bedroom so I can sit and put my shoes on or hang my clothes <laughs> over it for work the next day or whatever. So, yeah, so you end up with kind of a lot of flexibility. Just out of curiosity, I definitely have my own answer to this, but for you, if you had to name the best three chairs that you ever thrifted, what would you say? I know, I know. I, I have an answer to this. But how about you? Um, I don't know if I could name the best three chairs I ever thrifted. I, I don't I don't think I could answer that. Oh wow. I which is I, weird because I, I can't. Because I can answer that instantaneously. Okay, um one tell? was at the unique thrift store um at like Archer and Damon. Which is gone now, of course. Yeah. That's the story of all our thrift stores in a lot of cases. But um, that's where we got the green one. And I would definitely put that green one. It was surprisingly comfortable. That green went with everything. It, yeah. It was a really great sort of 1920s. It had, you know, it was upholstered, but it had like the wood handles and the wood balls for feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I would put that in there. Another thing, and, and yes, I realize it's not thrifted, but normally um, garage sales in Wisconsin are profoundly disappointing, which I think we've talked about. But um, I got one of those 7-Up is the Uncola giant wicker. Like, uh-huh. I'm at prom and I'm holding a rose and it's 1977. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean- yeah. yeah. So I got one of those chairs. It has nothing to do with my own aesthetic, you know. You know, it could it it could go with a lot of stuff, whatever. But I ended up giving it to a friend of mine, my friend Vino, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, I want this to go to a good home. I got it for five bucks, only five bucks. And so I'm like, let's load this up in your car. So she visited for a weekend. She went home. I want to say in probably less than half an hour after she got home, she posted a picture of her sitting in it on Facebook, uh-huh. which was so great. Like, yeah. I'm like, that's the home this chair needs. Um, it, it was just, it, it's such an amazing chair and it was so cheap that that's definitely there. My number one, as we're going down chair memory lane, my <laughs> number one chair of all time is that arts and crafts chair that's oh, up in the yeah. loft here. Um, that chair is gorgeous it is and I got it for nine bucks and I got it at the St. Vinny's in Wisconsin in Portage I want to say I got it within two years after we moved here maybe within a year Mm -hmm. and it is um, dark wood it's sort of a pressed wood but it's uh, chef's kiss it's like it's yeah it's like maybe one of my favorite chairs ever and I need to get a picture of that to Mm -hmm out there because I know I, I need um, narcissistically I need the admiration of this chair you know I, I can't help but also look at the chair behind you right now that's a great chair are you talking about the maroon one yeah yeah it is it's a really fantastic chair it's like a naga hide the, the problem I, I paid seven bucks for it it has these great wood arms and it's a maroon vinyl the one problem is it's um there are seams in the back where it's divided into sort of like three parts 
and one of the seams is split, which you can't see from where you're at. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know, maybe it needs some hot glue. I, you know, who knows how to fix it. I mean, I, I sit in that chair when I'm down there. It's very comfortable. Oh, yeah, it's super comfortable and very sturdy. Yeah. Yeah. And the yeah, other thing, like, is while we're talking about chairs, the chair that I'm sitting in now, mm-hmm. um, I have a whole theme with my office. I have a green metal, it looks like military grade desk with a drawer in it that's this perfect size that I thrifted. I have my my iMac, which is one of the newer green ones that we're talking on now. And I found this office chair that has arms. It's very noisy, so I, I mean, I can make a lot of noise with it. Um, and it's a little bit rickety, but it's a great office chair. And at some point, somebody painted it like a a very... It's sort of like teal, but it very, very strongly leans towards green. Mm-hmm. Really pulls it all together. So, yeah, so long as we're talking about chairs, office chairs... <laughs> I, I'm very pro-thrifting chairs. You are. I, you're an evangelist. I yeah. I, yeah. I, I feel I, get it. I feel very evangelical about it. I get it. I mean, in that small space, you have two thrifted chairs that are very nice. Yeah. Well, and there's a rocking chair. Oh, I could, I could just go on and on. There's a rocking chair right <laughs> outside that's thrifted. I have a table outside in the basement that have these great mid-century chairs that are thrifted. There's another chair that has, a, like, a metal frame, but it has caning on the back and on the seat. Um, I'm super, I'm, I'm very jazzed about chairs. Welcome to Eric's podcast about thrifting chairs. Yeah. Um, so please tune in to Chaircast. <laughs> I'm sorry. Where I talk about chairs. Nothing but chairs that I've thrifted. Yeah. So, I mean, I... I I mean, we're quickly running out of time, but I do hope this sort of inspires people to think about getting out there and looking at what chairs are available and, like, y'all need to just go out and chair up. Just... Mostly so you keep Eric from buying more chairs. (laughs) Because where else can Eric put a chair? Because clearly I have lost my mind. Yeah. So, things we love... Obviously, chairs. So, having said that, thank you all for listening. Um, you can find us on uh, Instagram at I Love Thrifting Luv. Um, some I, I'm still posting occasionally on TikTok, and that is um, Let's Go Thrifting 1970. So you can go ahead and check us out there, and of course, Thrifty Cast on Facebook. And we appreciate you listening. All right. Thanks, everybody. Get chairs. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Take care.